Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all of the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are also the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Go ahead and check them out wherever you go on Facebook, probably Facebook.com. We're your hosts. My name is Justin. My name is Jeremy. And welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. I think we need to add a third thing to say before we get to our names. <laughs> we could find something. I'm sure of it. <laughs> well, all right. Next episode, we might be having a third thing. Oh, we better. If I anyone out there is looking to sponsor us to be the official whatever of you have, something else. let us know. Yeah, we'll tack it on. <laughs> we will. The DeWalt, uh, Dustin Hammer, uh, podcast i was trying oh, to think boy. of the yeah it didn't work <laughs> not good year i was trying to think of some brand that's du something but it's really not that important so let's move on <laughs> Wait, so going for dumb an acronym <laughs> of dumb maybe <laughs> j-e-r-e-m-y i hate you <laughs> so you're, you're quick on that one but you're not quick <laughs> on your other lame joke <laughs> Have a good bounce back. Stumble, but then it clicks in. So, uh, like most of the country and world, uh, we did not see Shang-Chi. Heard great things, though, from people that I know who have seen it. Jerks. (laughs) It Um, looks really good. I know. I heard from a friend of mine who likes the Marvel movies, but is not, you know, me. (laughs) <laughs> said that it was his favorite of the Marvel movies. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's big talk. It could also be most recent that he's seen, and so that's sure. why it's fresh in his mind. For, he but also still. suggested I watch Maximum Overdrive for Pod and Gore, and if you okay. listen to Pod and Gore, you know how that turned out. So it's hard <laughs> to say. Um, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but I've heard good things across the board, so I'm pretty excited. We will review it in mm-hmm. less than 40 days when it hits streaming things. Um, yeah. Whether it's free or not, I don't care. I paid 30 bucks for Black Widow. I'll pay 30 bucks for Shang-Chi if I have to. But Dang as soon it. as it is available to stream somewhere, we will watch it. Yes. So, it's happening. Just not immediately. And I really hope... I mean, it's doing incredibly well, which is great. But I was hoping it wouldn't, kind of, so that they would (laughs) do a day and date for Eternals. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. I I, I see where you're coming from, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah. It was, you know... Yeah. And they might. Who knows? They might change their mind. It's worth the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I just found out they're doing a day and date for uh, Halloween Kills on Peacock. Yeah. So nice. that's another good one for Pod and Gore. Yes. I know you don't care, yeah. but it helps me and lets me see this movie I've been waiting for for like a year. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, so since we're not doing Shang-Chi and mm-hmm. a couple weeks back, we got that amazing uh, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Not yeah. amazing Spider-Man. Thank <laughs> God. But it was an amazing trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we're deciding to talk about all of the Spider-Man villains that we have seen thus far, especially because it looks like we're getting several of them back for this new movie. 
Mm-hmm. Live action. Also, we live action. That. Yeah. Yes. I love Into the Spider Verse, but that has like our entire list in one <laughs> movie, and that's just not the thing that's going to happen. Yeah, I think pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty to the entire close. List. Pretty yeah. <laughs> close. Yeah. I mean, there's even a Green Goblin at the beginning. He doesn't do much but snarl, but he's there. Okay. Uh, All right. But yes, live action though. Yeah. Um, I I decided to rank them, so we are going yeah. to now rank them. In a weird twist of fate, <laughs> Jeremy wanted to rank them, not me. Not wanted to. <laughs> Jeremy thought he had to. <laughs> so Jeremy did. Um, but that's fine. It wasn't. It wasn't too hard. Um, no, they kind of probably because I didn't put too much process. Yes, that is, that is true. Also, but Thank I didn't put a lot of very thought process into losers it. here. <laughs> yes. All right. Do you want to start at number ten, and uh, we'll just work our way down. That uh, sounds like a great way to stay in shape. So, <laughs> my God, this is all. How many years have I been the, hearing that? The <laughs> I even said it earlier today at work. Uh, this is from the Raimi trilogy, the Andrew mm-hmm. Garfields, and the Tom Hollands. So it's everybody mixed together, just so we're all clear. I like how you Raimi gets it, the credit, not Toby. And then Garfield and Holland get the credit, but not their respective directors. <laughs> well, I couldn't think of them off the top of my head. So yeah. how about that? Big whatever. My number 10 <laughs> is the worst villain of any Spider-Man movie, hands down. And if you don't have this, I will be very surprised at your reasoning. Okay. Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Actually, that's my number 10. <laughs> I yeah. hope so, because it's just it was, yuck. Yes. I, I immediately, when I was looking at this list, I went, okay, he's number 10, and then I'll work my way there. Yeah. It was like, from the get-go, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the worst. All right, now let me see who's the best. Yeah. <laughs> and then I worked my way down the rest of the nine. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's just terrible. Aside from that movie being garbage in general, mm-hmm. he there's no reason like, and yeah. I know the big part is because they were trying to shoehorn in a Sinister Six. Right. They even had it in the end credits, like the big lab full of pre-made suits for all the villains they hadn't hired yet. And the <laughs> end credits, I even re- I still remember it. It was different shots of, wo- like, it's not logos, but it was like almost silhouettes, kind of, mm-hmm. or like emblem, like. Like the wing of a vulture or the right. claw of a whatever. Symbols, for lack of a better word, of the different right. characters that would be the Sinister Six. Yes, all Dumb. sitting in the basement of that stupid... Yeah. It was Oscorp <laughs> building, right? And just... Yeah. Really? For reasons. And, and, yeah. Oh, and, I and think he, I forgot just looked one. terrible. There's 11. We forgot 11. one. Who's yeah. The, okay. And it's oh. going to be my number nine. Actually, it should be my 10, now that I remember it. And once I say it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot he was in the movie. (laughs) Are we talking about Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did forget until you... I did too. (laughs) So it's 11. Yeah, so tied for for number 10. Tied for 10. Let's do that, yeah. Yeah, tied for number 10. I completely uh, forgot Paul Giamatti as the rhino... It's so with a, sad. With a terrible accent. Yeah. 
And the suit, I, I can forgive the suit, kind of. Because, sure. I mean, how do you do a big guy in a rubber rhino suit? Yeah. You know, fine. But it's Paul Giamatti. Like, he's one of I the know. greatest actors ever. Yeah. What was he and doing? What was he doing? Like, <laughs> you have you have enough weight to throw around where if they told you to use that accent, you can just say no. And they'll be like, <laughs> okay, too. you're Paul Giamatti. Or, or do it better. <laughs> I mean, you yes. have... To go from, you know, the MCU, Mickey Rourke's accent in Iron Man 2 <laughs> is pretty great. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a dumb character at the end of the day, but I could buy into it. Yeah, for sure. You know, Paul Giamatti just, you know, it's shouting obscenities and random Russian kind of. Yeah. It was, oh, it was just terrible. I think it was so terrible that we blocked it out. <laughs> to be fair, I did my list like two seconds <laughs> before we started recording because I was going to just go in order. But uh, that fair. too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't yeah. dawn on me until we started talking about the movie that that was a thing that existed. Well, because he was in this weird bank heisty thing at the beginning, was foiled. Mm-hmm. And then for no reason in particular, he shows up at the end in a giant <laughs> rhino suit. Because well, he broke into the basement. <laughs> did he did like was he hired by oscorp to try out the rhino suit and if so why he yeah sucked. why him yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i i know like, I, it really shows like, that they were really trying to get the elite cream of the crop villains for their sinister six when their first freaking member is the putz that was stopped in five seconds at the beginning of the movie yeah yeah because, yeah, if you were to say, like, oh, dude, one of the villains is Paul Giamatti, it'd be like, great. Like, that's, that's going to be said. awesome. <laughs> and I said that I to the other one, too, which we'll talk about here in a little while. <laughs> but, yeah, just such, oh, man, just so terrible and so disappointing. To both of those, both the uh, yeah. the Green Goblin and uh, yeah. Rhino, it's just, just yeah. disappointing. Well, I mean, like, DeHaan's portrayal of Harry is wrong. It, it it's like emo Peter from Spider-Man 3 but he turns into Green Goblin instead that's fair and I mean they didn't even have Norman Osborn he ended up being like a head in a jar I don't know if that was actually in the movie or that was what it was supposed to be I haven't watched it since it was in theaters yeah I haven't watched it in a long time but ugh, let's move on Okay, all right. We got a couple more schlogs to get through before we start talking about the good stuff. <laughs> That's fair. So that was your 10 as well? Yes, yes. Okay, so my number nine is, unfortunately, James Franco's Green Goblin. Okay. It I got was him a, a little higher up. Fair enough. I love James Franco a little less mm-hmm. lately, because it turns out he's not that great of a person. But oh. um, it was three movies of hype for not very much (laughs) and why they had to put him in that green snowboarder outfit on a green snowboard that flew (laughs) instead of just having him put on a refitted version of his father's suit like i think that would have been really cool like if as much as people bitched about the Green Goblin suit, I don't mind it for the time. 
Like if they yeah. did that now, I'd be pissed. But we know better <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, um, okay. And he also well, got knocked off in like thirty seconds, and then became a good guy. Yeah. Which I, I'm fine with him being a good guy, but like it was this big battle that we were waiting for for at least two movies, especially after Spider-Man Two, and it was over at the beginning of the movie, and then we got him you know, in the hospital going, I know that face, which still <laughs> is burned into my brain as one of the worst things in a comic book movie. And I'm including I'm the juggernaut that. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I know that face. <laughs> and with the goofy that smile, was, it was like, I know yeah. that face. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm picturing it. it. It is so cheesy. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, thank you what for was that your number memory. nine? Uh, my number nine is uh, Venom from Spider-Man 3. Wow. Uh, you just, actually ended up a little bit higher on my list. Okay. I, I was just you know disappointed by it. I guess it was probably mostly the uh, the actor choice is what probably disappointed me the most. Um, God, what was his name? That's fair. I know it's from 70s uh, show. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Yes. Oh, I just yeah. kept thinking Toby. Yeah, just just disappointing. Like like it, it, we're fine. We're getting Venom finally, and then it turns out mm-hmm. to be Topher Grace, and it's like, and and just in the way he was kind of defeated with the, the poles and stuff. It was just a big letdown. With again with the hype that we were going into it with, and and it just it, it didn't it wasn't fulfilling. It was disappointing. Fair enough. I I don't disagree, but I will tell you later why he ranked a bit higher. Okay. Uh, my number eight to round out the Amazing Spider-Man Two is Jamie Foxx's Electro. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> my number eight as well. <laughs> I, think I, I was just gonna say I think our uh, seven, eight, nine, and double ten are pretty much the same ones. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard not to. Yeah, it, it's really not. It they're very clear winners and losers. I think where we're gonna have some changes is our top five okay but um yeah yeah, i again it it was when we when i went into this movie it was like jamie fox as a villain in a spider-man movie holy shit he had just done ray which i love Mm -hmm. he had just Mm -hmm. done what was that movie with downey soloist where was the violinist that was homeless or whatever the cellist no Maybe it, Maybe it was a cellist, I know but I think the movie was called The Soloist. But anyway. I'll find it right now. I remember that being really good. Like, Jamie Foxx was, like, on an uptick. And, you know, Django is fantastic as well. I think that was afterwards, mm-hmm. but still. I was so looking forward to this movie. Because I actually didn't hate the first one, like a lot of people did. Right. I, it was fine. The fact that Uncle Ben died for glass of milk is a little irritating <laughs> but you know I, I get it yeah but it was just the obsession with spider-man was weird mm-hmm. the blotchy hair thing was strange mm-hmm. the blue skin like having him tied to an animal because he was shocked by electric eels i guess <laughs> was dumb yeah. <laughs> He could pass it, through yeah. electric cords for some reason, but also maintain that big black leather suit thing that he had. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I yeah, I know. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was, it was a huge disappointment. Well, by the way, you are right. It was the soloist. Um, well, but yeah, a huge disappointment because yeah. like you're saying, it's Jamie Fox. Like it's yeah. he can he can act. It's very mm-hmm. clear. We have a lot of evidence. And, and then in this, he yeah, does he was a, terrible. Yeah, and he does a fine enough job, but the material is dumb. Like he, his big yes. gripe about hating Spider-Man is because he didn't remain, remember saving him that one time. <laughs> briefly at the beginning of the movie and then he forgot his birthday right that's a thing that he would know and remember and have care about at all i know i like like even okay let's that even if that is like your your thing like there's other ways to to kind of write that and make that work you know you i mean there has to be more to it of course it can't just be oh he doesn't remember me so now i want to kill him and and everyone else but mm-hmm. you could have made it work if you added more to it, but they didn't. It's like they yeah. they just half-assed it and were like, eh, well, good enough. It's Jamie Foxx and it's Electro. What more do they want? It's like, a right. lot more. It's actually. a Spider-Man <laughs> movie. We'll make our money back before they know it's terrible. Guess what? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally two yeah. years later, you were making a deal with Marvel Studios to put him in Civil War. Because this <laughs> came out in 2014. Civil War Jeez. was 2016. It feels like a lot longer than that. I don't know why. I don't know. Well, the yeah. first and, one and was 2012. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Same year as Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I, and another thing that I didn't like also that you mentioned was the eels thing. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like electricity is so hard to find. <laughs> that the only way we can make this work is electric eels. Like maybe like, use the power facility that's at the end of the movie. Yes. Hmm? <laughs> I yeah, I just and or even just I mean okay, so no, not just a socket. That would be dumb too. But but there are so many options where he's in New York, there's electricity everywhere. There's there's construction sites it's everywhere. It's called the like, City of Lights, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Could, probably. Uh, like there's so many other ways. Electric eels. Really? I know. Yeah. The first one was a lizard. This one's eels. Next up, <laughs> octopus twist. <laughs> the reason he ranks it a little bit higher is they do some really cool visuals with him. Like mm-hmm. the electricity, the lightning thing when he's on the stairs mm. downtown and he's like stopping people from touching the railings and shit to not die oh. from the electricity. And it's all in right, slow right. motion and shit. Like that was really cool. Yeah. But everything else is yuck. <laughs> I know. So your uh, number eight, or was that your eight? Uh, mine was, eight. Uh, it was my eight also. Electra, okay. yes. So my so, number seven. Yes. To round out our slightly jumbled but pretty close list, Venom. Yeah. Yeah. I agree that Topher Grace physically was not the right choice. Mm-hmm. But everything else that they did was true to book. Okay. Um, him being a competitor of Peter's at the Bugle, him, you know, disgracing himself, taking pictures that he shouldn't have was true. Um, mm-hmm. The bell tower thing, like Peter losing the suit at the church with the bell. Excuse me. And then it dripping down on him and the way it like tore at him like i remember that scene from the trailers and i think it leaked early too and it was so freaking cool because it just like pulled in a skin and it was just amazing Hmm. 
the issue is is that he was tacked on at the end, and you could tell <laughs> Sam Raimi didn't want to use him as a character. Right. Okay. Like he yeah, was shoved true. down his throat by Avi Arad, and he <laughs> went, "I guess I'll do this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. But and he also he was a lot like Carnage. He wasn't. Like, he, like, screeched and screamed and had all these, like, throwy knife things through right. his suit. Like, he wasn't Venom. It was like they made Venom and Carnage one thing. Okay. And it just... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Just didn't work. No, it didn't. I know what you're trying to tell me, but it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> My number seven, which, as as you're right, is it's just, uh, we just swap places on our seven and nine, um... Yeah, Spider-Man 3, Harry Osborn, Green Goblin. And the reason I ranked him a little higher is because of Franco. Because I, I, I think he did a pretty decent because job. you know as... that face. <laughs> <laughs> and I do indeed. I, I think he did a little bit better as uh, as Harry Osborn. And so I, that's why I'm ranking him a little bit higher. And, and I don't think he can crack that top six. No. Just because I'm, I'm looking at the list here, and it's like, no, you're not better than any of those. So mm. that's really the highest that I could put him. That I felt comfortable putting him in because it's just he, he he wasn't a good like you mentioned he wasn't a good Green Goblin, and he wasn't a Green Goblin for very long. Mm-hmm. And then he's the good guy again, and so the only kind of saving grace he has is that he was a decent Harry Osborn. He was yeah. he was that guy that was trying to win the affection and love of his dad that couldn't, and he did he a got, good job with that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think, as a villain, I think his best turn is in Spider-Man Two. Hmm. Like that scene where he first unmasks Toby and has that shocked, "Holy shit!" Look, like that's amazing. And he right. drops the knife, and he's like, "Oh my god, what is happening here?" Yeah. And again, at the end of that movie, he finds the Goblin Lair, and you're going, "Oh man, it's happening!" And then <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I'm fine with him turning good. That's a thing that happens in the books, more or less, is right. that he kind of snaps out of the goblin serum and goes, "What the hell have I done?" And then he dies because of oh. it. So that was like the ending of his character was all fine for me. It was just that like we were waiting for three movies for this clash, and it mm-hmm. was over in the first five minutes of the movie because he got his bell rung but well they have that fight and then they fight again or he shows up peter shows up at his house and like blows him up with one of his own bombs (laughs) but yuckers uh number six (laughs) (laughs) number six the lizard from amazing spider-man one same yeah okay (laughs) i i want to rank this character higher because i love the character from the books and i will say that it is ranked higher because it's pretty close right it just not quite yeah yeah i i I kind of feel the same way but but again it's what the the my my top five is just is just better than that i feel like those Mm -hmm. were better better actors better villains and all that but he did a fine job as the lizard it's just i i feel like he he was almost second fiddle like it was, he didn't feel like he was the the he wasn't that big of a bad, bad guy that mm-hmm. he that we were worried about him much. Like it was like 
you know, yeah, you're you're turning into a bad guy, but you're not that bad. Like we're not worried about you. You when you're not a fear that you're going to beat Spider-Man. Well, and it's tough cuz I mean it's it's the first movie, so you have to have, you know, you have to share the origin screen time with the hero. And True. Lizard in the comics is even kind of an anti-hero character. Like I remember in the cartoons, yeah, he was kind of a mindless, you know, monster when he was the lizard but when he was Kurt Connors he was a doctor and a friend to Peter and helped him and shit and so I think for the most part they did a pretty good job I loved the scene in the sewer when he set up all the trip wires and was Mm -hmm. like checking for sound to see where he was and all that stuff was so cool that was cool um the idea of him turning the city into lizard people too seemed on point to me it's goofy comic book but He's from right. a goofy comic book. <laughs> so what'd he do? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I, fair. I, again, for me, it's just the top five are the top five. Like, I, I actually yeah. don't really have much of a problem with the lizard in general, but the top five yeah. are better. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly why he's at number six. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, just the top five are better than, than him. So yeah. that's the highest you can go, buddy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boat's full. Yep. <laughs> So, number five, Sandman. Yes, Sandman. <laughs> okay, our top four might be different. We're going to see. We'll see how far we can go. Yeah. I love what he did. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Uh, Thomas Hayden, Hayden Church. Thomas yes. Hayden Church. From Sideways and Other Things. Yeah. We're correct. <laughs> you want me to find what else? He did a Western recently that I wanted to watch, but I don't think I ever... Well, not recently, but a long time ago that I wanted to watch. And he had a mustache, and it looked weird. Well, it's a Western. He's got to have a mustache, right? Uh, yeah, obviously. But I thought he was great. I mean, it's not hard to pull off the look, because he has a crew cut and a striped green shirt and khakis. Not a difficult thing to pull off, but... <laughs> I don't know. There was just something about him that I saw him, and it was like, that Sandman. And the yeah. way he used the powers, and I think I've—I don't know if I've talked about it on this show or it was our old show, but one of my favorite comic book movie moments is when Sandman first reassembles himself in that collider thing. I want to say you've talked about it before, but it could have been—I know I've talked about podcast. it before. I just don't know what show it was. I maybe did yeah, both. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I love it. It's great. I haven't watched it in a very long time because the rest of that movie kind of sucks, but. Like, it's a beautiful scene, and it's paced so well, and it looks amazing. Like, even by today's standards, the way the sand cascades and jumps and weaves in, and he builds up a little bit, then crumbles, and then builds Mm. up some more, crumbles some more. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's learning to walk, but it's more like he's learning to, to build himself back up. But yeah, he just, he doesn't know how to control it all yet. And yeah, Yeah. it, it looked great. Like, it, it... the the CGI on that one was was amazing for that time. Like mm-hmm. it's like I don't know how you could have done better. I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe if I were to watch it now, I'd be like, okay, that's obviously not that great, and it can be better. But I don't remember any flaws at the time. I don't either. I think the closest thing for me is when he finally does become full formed. That you have to have that transition from CG character to real character, mm. and it was mm-hmm. all like, well, that's the obvious transition. But true. 
and then it turns green because it has to match his shirt and stuff. But <laughs> like it, it worked so well, and he does a good job. You know, there's not yeah. a lot to do with that character, True. but he did a great job with it. The only problem I have is when he becomes Monster Sandman, and he's just a big screaming monster. Yeah, just big and screaming and moves slow, tries to catch him. Oh, I'm too slow because mm-hmm. I'm big, so I have to be slower. Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. But, it works but yeah, in every it was, other movie. Exactly. <laughs> it, that was the thing to do at, at the time mm-hmm. was if they're big, they're slow, and that's how you can get away is because you're, mm-hmm. you're smaller and quicker. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and, and it's no fault to him. I guess no. just how it was made. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just a production decision and it's yeah it's not even necessarily a bad decision really mm-hmm. it's just it's fine you have to have reasons for there to be that much sand which is kind of yeah. dumb <laughs> like i think i feel like it's a thing that should have happened once right like oh shit we landed in this big sand truck and holy crap he's a big monster downtown fine but then they do it again at the end because they're in a construction site that also has a bunch of sand. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> does, it, does it though? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am sure at one point it did probably, you know, help out with the foundation or something. <laughs> but uh, they were past that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, right. I, I was thinking though, before we move on, like how cool would that look now to have that transition from sand to human? I, I guarantee there'd be like a close up of the face where you see those mm-hmm. grains slowly morph into like pores or something like, oh yeah. man, that would look so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and that's, maybe. I mean, one of the things I was thinking of doing with this list that we haven't and won't is what they might do in Far From Home. Mm. And we have no definitive proof, but there does seem to be an inordinate amount of sand in that trailer. Uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean... It could be dust, it could be clouds, yeah, exactly. it could be other things, but it sure as hell looks a lot like dust, or sand, several <laughs> times. <laughs> and, and what is dust if not smaller sand? sand? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll what is out. dust if not sand everlasting, you know? <laughs> oh, what are we if not just dirt ourselves? Mm-hmm. And what is dirt if not smaller ground up sand? Mm-hmm. That's a little <laughs> wet. Yuck. But Why'd I think he'll... There? I, I was going for the WandaVision <laughs> reference. But a Love little Everla- wet? No, the everlasting <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm asking why you took us to the... What is... What a little is wet. <laughs> what is grief but not love? Persevering or everlasting or something yes, like that? Yes, persevering. Persevering. Use the wrong word, yeah. but you know what I meant. I do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think he's... I, I would love to see him in it. Yeah, it'd be it, cool. It'd be really nice. Number four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you're right. Things are pointing that way, so it, we might. So yeah. It wouldn't be hard to do, especially if most yeah. of it is a CG sand monster. He really yeah. just needs to be on it like once to be like, hey, it's me. <laughs> now I'm a big sand monster. <laughs> it's just, hello. Or here, not even that. Just have a wallet fall out of his pocket, opens yeah. up, license, Marco. zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> Flint Mark, a.k.a. Sandman, a.k.a. <laughs> On the I, didn't, I didn't kill Uncle Ben this time, because that was a stupid decision. Boom. Yeah. You are right. That 
And that is why he's number four and not higher, because that was kind of lame. Number five. Yeah, 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 five. Sorry. I have number four highlighted, so. Well, number four. Yes. Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. Okay. We're switched on this one. Okay. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what your number three is, so. No, you don't. But you could, though. (laughs) But you don't. I could. He does a great job. I, I mean, I think... I, the only reason I knock him down again is just I love the top three so much, and I think they nailed mm. it and it surprised me with how well they nailed it on the uh, the rest of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and the suit is stupid. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was even thinking about this the other day. It's like, so you're mad the military didn't want to approve a, a glider because <laughs> that's a thing that they would use, and then a big green scale suit. And where'd the helmet come from? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I made so many excuses for that suit when that movie came out and people complaining that he was like a defunct Power Ranger. And I yeah. get it. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I know. And it is true. But like at the time, I was like, this is the closest thing we're getting to a Spider-Man villain. Because I love Spider-Man. He was one of my favorites as a kid. Especially mm-hmm. when 2002 came about and this movie was out. I was like, this is my jam. I'm just happy <laughs> to see Spider-Man on the big screen and one of his main villains done well. And right. he's fantastic as Norman Osborn. Yeah. Like that scene in his library when he first realizes what he's become and has that conversation with himself in the mirror is yeah. great. It's amazing. Yeah. It is. All right, I'll jump into my number four, then we can talk about him more, because he's coming up soon. Uh, My number four is Dr. Octopus. Yeah. And and I guess, okay, I'm I'm just going to skip ahead, because my number three is Green Goblin. Okay. And the reason that I have him at number three versus four is because of that. It's because Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn was just so good. Like, he plays that... He can play that that serious businessman type person, which is very well. And then he plays that crazy guy. Like, he, I don't know, it's like the control over his face muscles or something that just, the way that he can go from a normal looking guy to just kind this of, psychopath. As, yeah. as close as Willem Dafoe is to normal. <laughs> Fair. But then to go to this freaking just creepy psycho looking guy, like it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. And it's all him. Yeah. Well, and that's, I guess, a little bit of my disappointment looking back is like, Willem Dafoe's face is the Green Goblin mm-hmm. face. Paint it yeah. green <laughs> yeah. and you're fine. Like, <laughs> you are right. He, he's so emotive, and I mean this in a positive way, wrinkly. Mm-hmm. Like the way he almost has like a Joker smile, and it, it works perfect for Green Goblin. And I'm so hoping that they take advantage of that in this new movie. And give him a more comic accurate, like latexy face, because that would be okay. so cool. It would be cool, but how do you explain that? Like, I think that's the difficult part. Is how do you explain? Yeah. Like, what did he wake up early and just painted on some latex paint on his face? Like, no, maybe. So I, that, well, I mean, like, in a world full of Black Widow face changey technology, with the yeah. ripoff thing, I mean, you could easily do something that molds to the face. I mean, I've, we've been watching, uh, if you watch Face Off, it was an old reality show where they did makeups. Oh, not the movie. No, um, no but I know what you're talking about. 
It's very do. John Travolta, Nicolas Cage, Soften Faces. That it's is brilliant. a movie that exists. Yeah, <laughs> they've been talking about a sequel for a long time. Never happened. Too <laughs> oh, bad. Please don't. Um, and it's like you see how emotive some of these different costume makeups are. And obviously it takes hours to paint and assemble and shit. But it's like the idea mm. that he could have made that himself mm. and like applied it. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I have trust in Marvel Studios to know how to do it. Now, what what about if he wore a helmet that showed his face, but it had like a green glow that would then shine onto his face? Depends on the look Maybe. of the helmet. Because I'd also yeah. love to finally see the uh, purple hat. Would be so cool. I actually own, I got this from my wife for Christmas several years ago. I own a first okay. appearance of Green Goblin. Oh, nice. It's up on my wall. I can't see it, but I believe I know. You. <laughs> I, I'll send you a picture later. Okay. Maybe right I'll now. I'll have to remember to post it. All right, that's fair. Well, well while you do that, I'll, I, I, can, uh, I can talk about... Um, because I didn't, I didn't really mention Doc Ock, so... He, he's great, and I'm sure he's... I, we know he's in your top three. I don't know where in your top three. I'm thinking number three. But I don't know. You like him a lot, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, he did great in... And we do know spoilers for anyone that's trying to avoid the trailers, but we, he is back in um, No Way Home. I almost said Far From Home. It's a and, lot of home. It is. Well, yeah. It, he looks great in it, and I'm excited for it. And I think they did a great job. Alfred Molina did a great job as playing Otto. He did a great job playing Doc Ock when he was kind of taken over. The, it looked great. Like, the CGI was great. It just, it worked so well. Mm-hmm. It was like they really took him out of the comics, this real person, and put him in this real world. It was just, it was amazingly done. Yeah. And for the time, like, wow, great work. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it in a little bit when we get to where he is on my list. And honestly, since we're, we're transitioning in, my three and two could go either way. Like I said, I did this list last second, and this is just where they ended up. My right. three is Vulture. Okay. I said two and three, and you obviously know what my two is going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> Could easily be switched because right. they're both so perfect. Um, I don't have fault with Vulture at all. The way there, there were rumblings that he was going to be the villain for Spider-Man 4 if Raimi had done a 4. And I think okay. John Malkovich was going to be him at one point. Which would have John been Malkovich? Cool. I think so. Is that what you said? Okay. Yeah. Or it might have been um Oh, what's his name? Ben Kingsley. But I could really? be wrong. Yeah, I feel like the rumor yeah. at the time was Malkovich, but okay. I I don't remember exactly. But I mean it's Michael Keaton. He's yeah. good at playing characters with wings, as we've seen yeah. many times. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he does a great job. I, I think they changed a little bit of who he is and why he does things from the books. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fact that they were able to pull off the vulture and make him terrifying mm-hmm. is amazing. Like, everything I was hoping would happen with a vulture Spider-Man fight, for the most part, happened. I think the only thing <laughs> missing was rain. Because that would have been cool. 
in the Spider-Man yes. movie game, you fight Vulture and you're up in the air in the rain and you have to stay yeah. up in the air fighting him. And if you fall, <laughs> you die. And I was like, that would be really fucking cool to do in a movie. Not the fall and you die, but like having to stay up in the air. So he like has yeah. to stay connected to him, but not so much that he gets the better, you know, upper hand. All right. right. Fucking cool. <laughs> but I love no. the suit. I love the wings. I love the way that they kind of retroactively made it parts from the MCU. So it's kind of like mm. Helicarrier Blades, kind of like mm-hmm. Sam's wings a little bit, but right. different enough so that it's very much Vulture. Yeah. It's just great. It's awesome. And that was your number three? Okay. And I, I already I jumped ahead and I did my number three. So you want to jump into your number two? Okay. My number two, Mr. Dr. Octopus. I love him, what? and he's great. That scene in the hospital when he first his arms first wake up mm-hmm. is amazing, and I think they did a good job. Kind of, I I go back and forth on whether I like the idea of the arms controlling his mind and him talking to them. Okay, but they remind me very much of the Raptors from Jurassic Park. Oh, the way they yeah. just sort of like. I can't see my hand, but the way they just sort of move and they emote and shit, like it, right. it always reminded me of the Raptors. And yeah, I could see it. The arms looked amazing. I mean, just in the trailer for the new movie, seeing that arm shoot up out from under the bridge thing and clamp down, it was like, yeah, it's fucking Doc Ock. <laughs> like, I just think the visual of it is cool. I mean, the train fight's amazing. The side yeah. of the building right. fight when he has Aunt May is great. Yep, that's cool. It all looks great. It looks so great. Yeah. I just, I like yeah. the visual better, I guess, of the four tentacles fighting hmm. Spider-Man. And that's the thing that I wanted to see from this Tom Holland Spider-Man is him fighting the tentacles. Okay. That's why I wanted Jared Harris from uh, Sherlock Holmes to be Doc Ock. Moriarty. Oh, from the oh. Downey Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I cool. thought he would have been great. Yeah, he would be. But, yeah. you know, bring back Alfred Molina any day. I'll take that because yeah. he was fantastic De- as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's perfect like, Doc Ock. Yeah. If you're going to bring, like, if you're going to bring him back, yes. That's yeah. number one. But we didn't think that would happen. <laughs> right. No one could have possibly is. seen this happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we're thinking, who else would work? Because he's old. <laughs> yeah, uh, he will work. <laughs> I know he'll it's work awesome. all day. <laughs> so your number two. All right, my number two, which is clearly your number one, because it's the only one left, is Mysterio. I'm surprised um, at your number one. I'm a little surprised this isn't your number one, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm curious why you think that, but we'll get into it. Um. And I think he is number two just because I liked Vulture more. So we, we obviously know what our one and twos are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I like you were mentioning with the Vulture, it just it looks so great. And just him playing him, the, the deep voice that he gets and the reasonings as why he's doing it is because he, he felt like it started off, I think, a better reason than it ended because at first it was him just trying to get some money for him and his people his family and all that Mm -hmm. but then it turned into like okay well now i just want to be a bad person because he did he was a bad person like he killed people like 
Good people don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, he played that villain so great and it looked so cool. And like you were saying, like, like he would take these parts from, from the different, I mean, it, it did look like Helicarry and stuff like that. Like those, they look so cool. And it was like, because you see this vulture and from a comic book, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. This isn't going to work in the movies. Yeah, he's an old and they bald found a guy way. with a fuzzy collar and a green, yeah. you know, jumpsuit. Yeah. And they gave him the fuzzy collar. And it's yeah, freaking and works. Work. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I love so much that they do that kind of stuff. And it's mm. like, oh no, we're going to embrace that, and we will make well, it that, work. It's that like, plays very so much cool. into why mine is number one. But I'll, for the vulture, that scene in the car when he figures yeah. out Peter is Spider Man is yeah fantastic. It's so good, like, and the fact that the light turns green on his face when he figures it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's intentional, but it's. Just great. Right. I, I, if it wasn't like it had to have been like it happened and they were like, whoa, 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 that looked awesome. Uh, go again. <laughs> like, cause well, yeah, like, it looks so it's cool. either, it's either go for he figured it out or it's green because he's the vulture. Yeah. Or both. Or both. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I just, that, that's why he's my number one versus Mysterio being number two. Cause Mysterio was also great. I know. Like, and I love Jake Gyllenhaal. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, he was going to yeah, be Spider-Man but, if uh, Toby hadn't came back after he was injured on Seabiscuit. Really? Yeah. I Toby, didn't even know that. Toby did Seabiscuit, I think it was between two and three, or maybe it was okay. between one and two, and it hurt his back really bad, and huh. there was a chance he wasn't going to be able to make it, on, yeah. like not like die, but like he wasn't going to be able to be in the movie, and the rumor was it was going to be Jake Gyllenhaal to step in. That would have been cool too. Yeah, I love Mysterio. Is the thing (laughs) like I remember when Spider Man? So when Homecoming came out, um, I think Target had a special disc and it interviewed people on different villains. And Kevin Smith was like, "The villain I would love to see that they will never do is Mysterio." Right. And the reason being, like, he's a guy with a fishbowl on his head. And a, yeah, like eye buckles and a purple cape. Like, how the hell do you make that work? And they did. They did. And I that's know. like, I, I I can see how you retrofit Vulture to make him fit with mm. a tech savvy MCU. But when they mm-hmm. announced Mysterio, I just went, are you fucking kidding me? Like the craziest, yeah. <laughs> dumbest villain Spider-Man has. You're going to do it in his second movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I he's totally fantastic. remember this. Yeah, I remember you saying, I'm so excited for this, but and I know they won't do it, but I wish they would give him his helmet. Yeah. And you were like so adamant, like, it's too dumb to give him the helmet <laughs> so they won't do it. And they're like, uh, watch this. <laughs> and they give it to him. And they do and it. it. And works. it's perfect. Yeah. It's so, it's so great. cool. And that scene, it, oh. this, the when they announced Mysterio... Especially when we saw Mysterio and he was looked perfect. Mm-hmm. The scene I was hoping to see was the scene when he was in that building. And he's going through all of the illusions and he's just fucking with him constantly. <laughs> going through all of these different illusions and the zombie Iron Man and the statues of Black Widow. And yeah. going through the high school and put him in the old suit and make him get hit by a train. Like all of that's... The perfect Mysterio scene I was hoping to see in that movie, and they did yeah. it. Yeah, and and they did it with the technology again, and like that's mm-hmm. how they made it work. 
Mm because without that it'd be like no like this doesn't work but 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 they they brought that in and and to like bring that in kind of you know give it that backstory and have it all make sense and work and all that like amazing yeah and i don't know if i called it beforehand as a oh it would be a cool way to tie it into the mcu or not but making him the inventor of barf from civil Mm. war is Mm -hmm. just perfect because that's what mysterio does Right. He makes these holograms that are like reality so much so that you can't tell the difference. Yeah. I don't know if you called it or not, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. One thing that uh, you reminded me that um, I, we might bring it up when we actually talk about the movie, but that's a long time from now, yeah. um, is if you go back and you watch the original showing of Tony calling it barf, mm-hmm. there wasn't any laughter. But when he goes back and kind of shows his memory of it, they laugh at that, in which he thinks uh-huh. is laughing at him, huh. which is which kind of is cool to see that that his memory of it is perceived differently than at actual events. So that's pretty cool. Well, we do see that he is uh, knocking futs, so yeah. <laughs> that is true. That helps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we have yeah. a whole other uh, thing to do here, so let us wrap this up. Yes. Um, you want to go through our top 10 again real quick? I mean, they're almost identical. <laughs> sure. Um, my 10 was Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin and Paul Giamatti's Rhino, tied for last. My yeah. number 9 was Franco's Green Goblin from Spider-Man 3. 8 was Electro. 7 was Venom. 6 was Lizard. 5 was Sandman. 4 was Green Goblin number 1 by Willem Dafoe. Uh, number three, Vulture. Two, Doc Ock. And one, Mysterio. Very nice. Uh, yeah, my number ten, the the tied one, is Rhino and uh, Green Goblin uh-huh. from Amazing Spider-Man 2. My number nine was Venom. My number eight is Electro. My number seven was uh, Franco Green Goblin. Number six, Lizard. Five, Sandman. Four, Doc Ock. Three, Defoe's Green Goblin, two, Mysterio, one, The Vulture. Fair enough. Yeah. This was I'm fun. still just Good amazed they did Mysterio. I just, <laughs> just, like, and, and if you ask me, what's the one villain they're never going to do in a Spider-Man movie? It's Mysterio, because why would you do that? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, do I have a surprise for you? <laughs> mm-hmm. They did it, and it does. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's our list. Um that's it for this week, right? That's for this it for one? this week, great. <laughs> okay, I hate you. So for our next episode, I decided that since we just got the release of the Marvel One Shot All Hail the King released onto Disney Plus, I thought, well, hey, why don't we talk about all of them? Yeah. Um so for our next episode, that's what we're gonna do. There was four of them. Um we wish there were more. We'll talk about that all next week though. Mm-hmm. So listen for that. But until next week, if you guys can give us a follow, uh, we're on social media at uh, We Are Marvel Pod on all of the social medias. We Are Marvel Pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Go check out our website, WeAreMarvelPod.com. It's got links to all of that stuff. It's got links to our merchandise store. Um, it's on T Public, so you can just pick out whatever shirt you want. If it's a shirt, sweatshirt, you can make it a cup, a sticker, all, whatever you want. Go check out. Check it out. Get the link. Get some merch. If you send us a picture, 
you will be all over our social medias. It'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for this week. You got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, until next week, I've been Jeremy. And I've been Justin. Bye. Bye.